just open it now. Matthew chapter 4, verse 9. And then all of us open to the book of Romans chapter 15, verse 29. All of us should open Romans chapter 15, verse 29. Are we there? If you are there, shout glory. Hey. Romans chapter 15, verse 29. Are we there? Are we there? Okay. Now, scripture says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, the verse 40, that they without us are not made perfect. Hebrews 11, 40. They without us are not made perfect. In other words, there are people, when he says they, he's talking about the heroes of faith. He's talking about uh, our fathers who are past, who were in faith, who were doing mighty things for the Lord. He said that they without us are not made perfect. What am I trying to say here? Or what is scripture trying to say here? There are people in our lives who are heroes of faith in our life, including our biological parents, that them without us are not made perfect. So there are people that without them in our lives and fulfilling their purpose in our lives, our purpose is not made perfect. And equally, we not in their lives, their purpose is not made perfect. So for instance, if my parents are supposed to release something onto me before they transcend into the other realm of life, if they don't release it onto me, their purpose has not been fully fulfilled. Their purpose has not been perfected. If I have not been able to receive what I need to receive from my parents before they transit into the other realm of life, then it means that my purpose also has not been made perfect yet. Are we here? So they without us are not made perfect. So I said uh, last week that there are people that don't have destined into our own lives, but they will be in our life to be a reference in our lives. But there are things that are supposed to release unto us for us to be able to prosper in 2023 and the years beyond okay so these people must be present in our life for our purpose to be perfected now let's all read the book of romans chapter 15 the verse 29 romans 15 29 1 2 let's go
So the other day we read a scripture, Bible says that, and Isaac said, it is now time. It is now time for him to go. So Esau should have brought him the potash that he may release the blessing upon him. And when Esau delayed and went, Jacob had presented himself and Isaac had blessed Jacob. When Esau presented himself, Isaac said, the blessing is finished. So I was saying that the blessing cannot be finished, but then it was the kind of blessing that Isaac needed to release upon his sons that was finished. Are we here? So there can be the fullness of that blessing for the season. And in this season, the reason why the Lord wants us to do these things for our biological parents and our spiritual parents is because they have come to the time of the fullness of the blessing. So why did the Lord tell us to do all these things all these years? Why this particular year? Once we are entering to 2023, it's because our parents have come to a time of the fullness of the blessing. And some of the words you begin to hear from our parents is how concerned they are about one, about how we are going to marry. Number two, how they are going to be concerned about the economy and how we are, as their children are surviving in the economy. Number three, they will also be concerned about our health. Are you eating well? How are you eating? How is your health? Is everything okay with you? Our parents will begin to be concerned about us as though we are babies. They will be concerned about our relationship and our marriages as though we are babies. It, they, they may overstep their boundaries. They may be asking questions they may not supposed to be asking because you think you are old. But the reason why they are doing those things is because they have come to the fullness of the blessing that they must release. But some of them may not know they have come to that time. But then on any year no bachelor said, when you wear the AC, as a sister, papa, or prayer back. He said, Oh, one not of the game back. He said, Oh, of friendly senior, yeah, of friendly. Because all of our friends are not going okay. He said, Oh, friendly. Are we here? Why? Because they have come to the time of the fullness of the blessing. And you may think that maybe our father or our mother is warning us. Not so. They have come to the time of the fullness of the blessing. And they are giving you hints. They are giving you hints. And the Lord has given us this season to be able to tap in this thing that the Lord is doing with our parents. But as they have come to the fullness of the blessing, they will not transit into the other life with that fullness of the blessing. But we will be able to receive of the fullness of the blessing. And I'm still speaking in parables. So, but it is our duty to be able to go before them and humble ourselves with a gift that they may release the fullness of the blessing upon us. It is our duty to humble ourselves before them, bow before them, kneel before them, and let them release the fullness of the blessing upon us in the month of November. One way or the other, some of you have, have seen some kind of change in the attitude of your parents towards you. They are just signals. They, they, are, they are concerned that ever. It's like you are supposed to be more concerned about them, but now they are more concerned about you. Ah. They are just signals. They are just signals. They are just signals. Conversations that your parents may otherwise not have had with you two years ago, they are deciding to have it with you now. These are people the Lord has placed in our life 
for the fullness of the blessing to come into our life. And I said the other time that until the exiting of our parents, our uncles and our aunties cannot serve these purposes in our lives. If our parents are alive, we cannot bypass our parents and go to someone else that they should do it for us because they seem to be of good behavior and living a good life in our parents so we feel they should pass it on to us. No, they equally have people they will pass it on to them. Until our parents exit, we are not supposed to go to others to impact it upon us. Now, scripture says in the book of Numbers 22, the verse 1 to the verse 15. Numbers 22, verse 1 to the verse 15. Scripture says that there was a prophet of God who was called Balaam. And Balaam was there, and a king appeared unto him. But the Israelites have come unto this land, and they are possessing every land. And we fear that they may come unto our land. So go with us. We will give you money. We will give you all the things you need. But go with us and go and curse them. Go with us and go and curse the Israelites. But then scripture says that and when Balaam was going towards the Israelites to go and curse them, he inquired from the Lord, Father, should I go and curse them? And the Lord said that these people are blessed. I have sent you not unto them. Listen carefully. Because of time, I'm paraphrasing the whole scripture for you from the verse 1 to the verse 15. God told Balaam that these people, the Israelites, they are blessed and I have not sent them to you. That was the specific word of the Lord recorded in the Bible. I have not sent you to them. Why? Because the reason why these people are already blessed is because they already have their father there. They already have their leaders already there. They already have Moses there as the leader. So if Moses was the leader, the people were supposed to be blessed of Moses. They were already blessed of Moses as their leader. So the Lord was not going to put Balaam in that position as Moses when Moses was already there. And the Lord already had a substitute after Moses, and that was Joshua. And it was in Balaam. So no matter what Balaam wanted to do, it must first go through Moses. And until Moses is exited, Balaam has no right over the people, over the jurisdiction, over the Israelites. Are we here? Now, for instance, for instance, there is no pastor that can come here and stand here and do whatever they want to do and cast you for it to be fulfilled. It will not happen. They don't have that jurisdiction over you because they are not a shepherd over your soul. They may be pastors in a particular church. Then in that church, they are the shepherd over the souls in that church. But in this church, they are not the shepherd of the souls in this church. So therefore, even if they come here, no matter whatever they do, it will not take place. Are we here? They may be, they, they may be high, but it's not their jurisdiction. So, Moses was the territorial commander at the time of the Israelites. Therefore, Balaam had no rights over the people. So if he was going to bless the people, it was still not going to take place. If he was going to get the people, it was still not going to take place. Until the Lord had eliminated Moses or Joshua for Balaam to be dead. So there are people in our life that we cannot bypass and say, because my parents are doing this and this and that, I want to do it, I want my uncle to come and do it, I want my, 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 my auntie or my sister to come and do it, or my brother to come and do it. No! It must of necessity be our parent. So the Lord told Balaam, I have not sent you to them. And Balaam went again, these people are offering me this and this, should I go? And the Lord says, Balaam, go and go and do it. Go and go and do it. And as Balaam went, was telling to go and curse the Israelite, the Lord spoke to Balaam, Balaam, you have disobeyed me. <laughs> the same God says, Balaam, go. Balaam is now going, God says, Balaam, you have disobeyed me. Why? Because the Lord had already given him a first command and he 
fellowship. He, he, he can do something else. He did not mind. He watched the man. He watched what they were offering him. And when he went, as he cursed the people, the more he kept, the more the people became blessed. Because he was not sent unto them. What I'm trying to tell you is that there are some curses that will not take place in your life. There are some to do things that will not work in your life. When the people are not the shepherd over your soul, so he gives us leaders according to his own heart designs. And for these leaders are the shepherd over our souls. They are the watchers over our souls. Our parents are equally watchers over our soul. Are we here? So it is our parents that can equally determine what happened to our soul. So if you are near them as a child, and your parents are alive, or anyone that stands in the place of a parent in your life, they will tell you that and you make that I was a minsiem member. That's the way they will be using. And you make that I was a minsiem member. And yes, I was a member. I was a minsiem. Who cares here? So they don't expect themselves to be burying their kids, but they expect their kids to bury them. So when it's not when when that other is being broken, they know there was something wrong. So when you are even sick and sick, and maybe you have tried all you could and nothing's happened, sometimes go to your mother, go to your father. Let me pray for you. They have that jurisdiction. They may not be spiritual people, but these are principles there. There are some things that people will try and do whatever they could, and nothing will take place until parents come. There are some sickness that should have killed us as, as kids when we were growing up. But because of the care of our parents, we overcame. Or because of medicine, or medicine is good. But for the sake of our parents. But some parents don't understand these things. Some don't understand. And it's not their fault. But now that you are here, make sure that you are a parent who understands these principles in the kingdom. Now, when it is your turn, you don't miss it. Are we here? Are we here? So, the more Balaam cursed the Israelites, the more blessed they became. And then, and then, and then, did you get a bit more of a moon? And yet, no, maybe a bit more of a moon. Don't believe in some things. Don't, don't believe in some things. Aside the curses of our parents, the other people whose curses can be able to work in our life are people who have helped us or fed us before. Are we here? The people who have helped us or fed us before. But for them, even for their curses to even be able to take place, they must have legal ground. You must have wronged them. And it must be clear that you have wronged them for their curses to take place. But if not so, if their, if their words are, are, are illegal or they're not based on a legal stand, they will not take this. Are we here? So be, 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 be careful how you, you get indebted to people. Be careful of how you make people help you. Be, be careful. Be careful of their help. Are you here? All right. Balaam went to curse the people, and the people rather became blessed. Why? Because they already had a shepherd who 
what made them blessed and has made a decree over their life that they shall not be a cursed city, but they shall be a blessed people. For around them shall be a world of fire. So if the leader have declared, according to the word of the Lord, that they are a city that cannot be measured, but around them is a wall of fire, what curse will enter them? Until maybe the curse may be able to work if the leader hadn't made that decree over them. But to long as there is a decree from their leader that there is a wall of fire around them, there is nothing that can penetrate, penetrate them and we. Ah, what are the prayers of your parents to you? How do you value the prayers of your parents? No matter their life they have lived. Don't underestimate the blessings of your parents because of how you have seen them. But if they have a blessing, why is their life like that? <laughs> Some of us will begin to undermine our parents because maybe we think our parents have not made it as we think. The, the, the understanding of make it, 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 You know the same way you are saying that uh, you, 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 you don't want to live the life of your parents. You, you want to you want to you want to give a, a good life to your own children. That is how your parents used to think too. And for them, what they have done for you now is the best they could be able to offer you now. But then there is another thing that some of them don't know they can offer you more. And that's the blessing. Don't insult your parents. Don't look down upon your parents. Don't, don't, don't argue too much and, and, and think they have not helped you enough. They may not have done many things they think they should have done for you. But right now there is a blessing that they are full of for them to release onto you. And that blessing can take you far beyond 2023. Fuck you will blow. You must obey this way. I'm talking about many of my logical parents. You must do this for them that they may be able to release for you the fullness of their blessing. Their jurisdiction is your life. They are the watchers over your soul, both biological and spiritual. What they determine that happens to your soul will happen. And when what they don't determine will not happen. You don't play with the prayers of our parents. Some of us think our parents are worrying us too much. We are sleeping till they are laying hands upon us and they pray for us. We don't know what they are doing. And we think that our parents are always dreaming. I dreamt about this. And we think they are just dreaming. Some of us think our parents are concording their dreams. And we trash the dreams of our parents. Because maybe we don't understand. Maybe because they are imperfections, we trust it. Tell someone, obey your parents. In the Lord. Obey your parents. In the Lord. The emphasis is in the Lord. In the Lord. Because definitely there are some parents that the emotions may go otherwise. So it must be in the Lord. It must be in the Lord. It must be in the Lord. They try to curse. It did not happen. God has not sent everyone to you. Everyone on earth cannot be your parent. Everyone on earth cannot be your father. Everyone on earth cannot be your mother. Everyone on earth cannot be your friend. God has not sent everyone to you. And God has not sent you to everyone. 
get this basis clear. God has not sent you to everyone and God has not sent everyone to you. Therefore, everyone cannot even be your customer. Everyone cannot be your enemy. Everyone cannot be your friend. Everyone cannot be your parent. Everyone cannot be your pastor. Are we here? Everyone cannot be your son. Everyone cannot be your daughter. God has sent to us specific people. And he has sent us to specific people. And that is why when God has not sent Balaam to the Israelites, no matter whatever Balaam did for the Israelites, it did not come to pass. It turned upside down. So the good Samaritan prayer, he met the man who was bleeding and was near death. He wanted to help. But then first of all, there was the pastor that came to pass. There was the Levite that came to pass. Many of us think that the pastor was a bad pastor or he was a bad priest. A pastor, someone is near death, help the person. When you don't read it carefully, you would think the pastor is a bad man. No. What we don't understand is that the pastor also had a priority. He had a church to go to. He had people to go and preach to. He had people who were his priority at the time. And at the time when the man is dying, that man is not his priority. Because what makes us understand that is because man said, when the Samaritan saw the man that was near them and was bruised and was bleeding, he was moved to help. He was moved to help. He was moved, but the pastor passed by, he was not moved to hell. The Levite passed by, he was not moved to hell. Why? They were not sent to that man. But they were moved and they were in a hurry to go to another people. Another group of people were what they were moved to go to. So you may see the pastor as bad, but no. He was not moved to hell. He was not sent to the man who was bleeding. So the pastor passed by and the man bleeding and yet they would think it is over for him. No one is coming to his rescue. Ah, the Levite also came to pass by and he also moved faster. And it was as though there was no one coming to his rescue. But suddenly there was a man that was sent unto him, who was a Samaritan. And appeared unto him and he wanted to help. He helped him and paid all the bills. And he said, if there are any other bills to be paid, let me know. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you may share your story with people and they may not help you. They may not be at the right position to be moved to help you at the time. They were not sent by God to you at the time. It doesn't mean they are bad people. It doesn't mean they are evil people. It just, it just means that they are not sent to you at the time. Just like the pastor, he may pass by as though he has not seen your problem, but he saw it, but he was not just sent to you at the time. There are some family members that may pass by you as though they are supposed to help you, but they cannot help you. It's because they were not sent to you at the time. There are people sent to us and there are people not sent to us. There are people that we may have, we may, we may think that this person should have helped me. This person, if this person comes true for me, I am done in this life. I am a big man, I'm a big woman. But then that hope has been shattered. And we feel like, oh God, why? But then what we do not know is that the one who has been sent to us is on the way coming. And that is why they, they call it a belief. And then we see it differently. Because that person who came to pass may not be the one sent to me. So they were not moved to help me. But the one who is moved to help me is coming. Amen. They are coming. Amen. Uh, 2023, you will get, get market guests that you've never employed. <laughs> they, they will pick their business upon their shoulder as though it is theirs. 
There are some things that we need to do, but we need to do them through the help of our parents. And without them, we cannot. Without them, we cannot. Because we need that fullness of our blessing. Jacob had everything he needed to be in him. But until Isaac prayed for him, Isaac, his father, prayed for him, all those things don't come into reality. He needed his father to bless him first. Don't underestimate the prayer of your father. Don't underestimate the prayer of your mother. No matter their deficiencies, no matter their imperfections, no matter whatever you have against them, don't underestimate it. It may be your auntie, it may be your uncle. Don't underestimate it. Uh, let me share this thing with you. You see, when I was young, I was told when my father had passed away, I was told my father was going to um, abroad, outside the country. And every time they buy me bicycle, they buy me gift. And I tell you, it's from my father. They were all lying to me, you know. But then just to make me aware that my, my father was not around. But then on a the day of his burial, we went to the village and I liked palm wine when I was a kid. So I took a little palm wine, I slept. But I found myself awake under a tree in my mother's house. And my father was holding my hands. And my father told me, go to your uncle. Tell him that I said you should take care of me now. So he held my hands. So there is a street that separates my mother's side from my father's side. And so he held my hands onto the street. And he said, cross the road and go. Tell them, tell him I said you should take care of me. And I went to the mountain. But they had already buried my father because I did not go to the cemetery. And I appeared to him and I told him that this is what my father said. From there, that uncle began to take care of me. But there were some things that went wrong ahead of time and was not, I thought people were wicked to me, for me, my mindset. So I had a lot of things against them in my, in my heart. I was still pastoring. I was still a pastor. I was still a man of God. I was still doing miracles. And I still had things unforgiveness in me. And one day my father appeared unto me again in this moment like this. And he told me to go settle the issues. And I called the family members behind the family meeting. And we were settling the issues. As we were talking about things, Everyone goes back on everyone's body. My father's presence was already there. When we have become kind of, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, and I said, no. All those don't matter. All we need is forgive. When those things were settled and every family member forgave, forgave every child, every issue, my ministry turned. My personal life turned. All right, I'll show you one example. What happened was that I can prophesy, but I can prophesy when I see you. When I was a kid, when I see a picture, I can prophesy. By God's grace, I got impacted by TV Joshua from the TV. So I saw him prophesying through pictures. So I was also designed for that gift. But if I don't see the people and I see the pictures, I can prophesy. I can do things, I can help them. I see him lay out from pictures and people are getting healed from pictures. But then I don't know if I lost it, or I don't know if it got dormant. But then I realized that it was unforgiveness that was eating me out. But when that issue was solved in the family, now, suddenly the Lord said, which you do make nice cry. I don't know people. I just see their names. And I begin to prophesy. And there is no day we have missed. I'm talking about the prophet. There is no day we have missed. But until I did that thing, that level of the prophetic hadn't come to me yet. You see, it is important for us to forgive. It is important for us to forgive our aunties. To forgive our uncles, to forgive our parents, no matter whatever they have done, no matter whatever you did, maybe they had a favorite and they were favoring one child that you leave those issues. Let it go. Forgive. 
and, uh, and see the Lord do things in your life. My own may be my gift in the prophetic that was unlocked in that area. Yours may be different. But then what is locked because of unforgiveness? We must learn to let go every issue we have with our parents or we have with our uncles or aunties. Because whatever, whatever I do, whether I like it or not, my father has already placed this man in my life as a father. There were, there were elderly brothers that could represent a father in my life. But he said, no, this is the one. So why would I bypass and say, this one, what I should do it? I even had a method that even my wedding, I will make my father's best friend be my father. Before my wedding, he died. <laughs> okay. So he tells you what my dad had already done ahead of time. Sometimes learn to forgive. Does someone learn to forgive? Forgive your parent. They might have said something you don't like, but you say, forgive. They might have done something in their actions you think they have done. They have favorite, and that favoritism thing in your heart is hurting you or has hurt you. But forgive. It's for your own good. Some of these things, eh, they're not for them, it is for us. For the things in our life to be unlocked. Because if you don't make sure that the forgiveness takes place, if you make them lay hands upon you, it will not work. If you make them lay hands upon you, no matter whatever gift you send them, if they lay hands upon you, it will not work. Until you deal with that unforgiveness issue. Are we here? Maybe you are sick. Your mother left you. She went to the market. She stopped taking care of you. You were struggling. From that day, you became bitter against your parent. But when they heard that a friend was sick, they rushed to their friend. You go of what you have in your heart. Tell someone, let it go. 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 Ah, there are people God has placed in our lives. And we must make way. It may even be me. I may have offended you one way or the other. Please, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Tell someone, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Maybe me know. Maybe me know. Maybe me Maybe me But let it go. For our own sake, tell someone, let it go. Let it go. If not, then every prayer we'll be praying here, I'll be praying for our loop. I will do any catastrophe thing for you. It won't work. I'm talking this. Offenses. Let it go. I may lay my leg, I may lay my hand, I may pour oil. It will not work. Let it go. Let it go. In the book of First Kings, chapter 17 and chapter 18. Elijah again appeared in a town where it was his territory and he said let it not rain for three and a half years. The scripture said according to the word of Elijah it did not rain. The prophet did not respect Elijah as a territorial head of that jurisdiction. He went to call 400 and call 50 prophets and they also declared let there be rain for 50 prophets. Let there be rain. They did all sorts of things for there to be rain. Scripture said there was no rain. There was no rain. <laughs> See what Elijah did in the chapter 18, verse 27. Elijah said, Shout them all. Maybe your God cannot hear you now. But shout them all. He will hear you. In the scripture, when you read 20, 20, verse 27 of chapter 18 of 1 Kings, Elijah said, Scripture said, Elijah began to mock them and he said, Shout them all. Maybe your God will hear you. <laughs> 
You don't joke with the with your head. You don't joke with people who are watchers over your soul. Oh, my God. Say, oh, Papa, now I can be that also. Now I go and go also on one fire man. And you say, oh, go and go also on the threat, but if I tell you now, oh, go also, oh, yeah, oh, my name, yeah, my brother, my mama. What are you doing? Who's the auntie? And that's all brother, people, yeah, man. That's what the prophet was doing. The, the, the king was doing. And he, he said, yeah, I did not think any other prophets there. Is Elijah the only prophet in this time? He got 450 prophets to appear. They did all they could to stop and change the words of Elijah. Nothing happened. God did not hear that prayer. <laughs> so God saw his prophets bring 450 prophets. So the two shall agree. And when they speak, the Lord will answer. And 450 came to even agree. And God did not answer. Principles are principles. One precedes the other. So we said, territorial head. You don't jump. So one day, the Archbishop, the territorial head of Ghana, whether you like it or not, he is the head of this jurisdiction and many other countries. Can I say this? But let me just keep watching. He, he picked up the dollar, he picked up the seed. He said, he tied it together that it will be together. But then the people of the town also rose up against him and began to dishonor him. And they spoke against him. All these things that we are seeing in this nation is now. The go of dishonor. I told you last year, and the beginning of it, that the Lord says it is his own doing. It's not a doing of the devil. It is the doing of the Lord. We dishonored ahead of this region God. And this is a thing this. In those days, for them to be a king, they will need to consult the prophet. Who is the next king? And now with this honor, our men of God on this nation, and this man, out of bitterness, have spoken against the nations. They have spoken against people. And yet we do not know. They are looking at tribulation. They are looking at higher They are looking at the economy. Women are supposed to honor. Don't honor. Anyone can go on radio, go on TV, and insult any man of God anyhow. Four fifty men of God appear. They did all they could to take the words of Elijah. It did not happen. Elijah said, "Ah, people, shout more. Maybe if you shout, your God will answer." They shouted. They are fools too. They obey Elijah. They shouted. Scripture says, the light is okay. If rain will not come, you build an altar. Let me also build an altar. Command fire to come. Maybe it's not, maybe rain will not come, maybe fire will come. You command there to be fire upon the altar. They did it, nothing happened. And Elijah began to put our stones together. <laughs> put our woods together. And he says, pour water upon it. Pour more. Pour more. Pour more. Ah! And it began to overflow. And he looked up and he commanded fire. And scripture says fire burns the altar he had raised. This altar with stones, fire burns the stone into ashes. He showed them how to do it. He showed them his place in that region. And when he was done, he went up into the mountain and he declared there to be rain. He bowed down to the Lord with his head in between his thighs like the Muslims do for seven good times. And he told the king, now go, eat. And prepare yourself. 
for I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Mm. And by the time Ahab was going as the king of the region, Elijah had already overtaken him. Mm. <laughs> and then rain began to come down. So he taught them the fire, he taught them the rain. And he made them know he is the water over that region. Listen, don't challenge your parents. If you challenge your parents, your parents will make you know that they are the one who gave birth to you. Mm. <laughs> you have you heard this thing before? Make sure you're on the wall. Lake Baros, there are people we don't challenge on this end. There are people when they speak, we just say yes, sir. They may not be right, but we just say yes, sir. For peace to reign, we just say yes, sir. We may be better than them, but we just say yes, sir. We may have a better idea, and we just say yes, sir. And one way or the other, whether you know it or not, you have given them that authority in your life. What you want to do is to challenge these people in your life. And I love Elijah because already Elijah had a spirit that you don't challenge him. If you challenge Elijah, he will show you that he, he has God in him. I thank God I have the trait of Elijah. But then we are working his muscle. Yeah, we are working his muscle. I know I control territories too. I just need to expand myself more. And that is why I'm able to control the element of the air. When you see someone control the element of the air, maybe weather, maybe rain, maybe whatever it is, it's a sign that he controls territories. He has apostolic command. Don't joke. Don't joke. There are some people who may not be watchers over your soul. But as, a, as because they have the territorial command over that region, what they say in that region will take place. Are we here? So, for instance, what I say here is what will stand. What any other person says here will not stand. Now, let's move out of this place. And let me try to also prove myself without taking control over a territory, all right? And move to a different region. And then a man of God is doing something somewhere, and I go and go and challenge him. He is the territorial head there. I will shame myself. Are we here? Sometimes when people are even doing it wrong in that territory, let them do it wrong in their territory. Because it is their territory. Don't overstep boundaries until you are a territorial head. If you're not a territorial head, when you enter into a shrine, the shrine or the British priest can kill you there. But you will hear people of God say, we entered a shrine, we made a perfect change, and we burned their, their gods. They are territorial heads. When they enter places, they can take territory. But you, you're not territorial head, you just go upon the gate. You do want to go and try, you have faith. You will die there. Let us teach you the right. Don't just hear messages and be enthused by the message. You say, what you want to go and destroy gods? Who gave you that territory? Who gave you that territory? When Jesus was about to cast out that demon, the, the legion out of the man, he said, This place is always our time, is not yet up. But then cast it out into this place. Territories. Territories. Labor around our There are people searching our lives to rule them. And if we do not obey them, no other person can do it for us. This person has the mandate to distribute things unto us. But it is our duty to allow them to distribute unto us. Do not disobey them. 
Do not try to be better than them or go ahead of them. Just be humble. Now I want to share with you some few things that will prevent us to receive these blessings from these people that God has placed in our life, especially our parents, biological, our spiritual. I'm, I'm putting emphasis on our parent first. And subsequently, perhaps next year, we'll put emphasis on other things that we can do to activate these blessings in different facets of our lives. The number one thing that prevents these blessings to be released onto us is the manipulations of satanic activities. Or you can term it in a short term, satanic manipulations. One of the things that prevents us from receiving the blessings and the manifestations of our parents that we will declare it is the week of this and only some few people are receiving it and others are not receiving it is because of satanic manipulation. Or your parents will pray for all their children but then there are some children who are not well and others are well or others are doing well and others are not doing well. Satanic manipulations. Scripture says in the book of 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 18 and he said, Paul said, I desire that I will come to you, but Satan hindered me. I tried again and again to come to you, but Satan hindered me. So Satan can hinder the blessings of the parents upon their children, even though they have the fullness of the blessing to release. Satanic manipulations upon the parent or upon the kid. So it can come upon the parent where the parent will have some things against their children. But you can come upon a child where a child doesn't respect their parent. Or they will think it only their parent. Satanic manipulations. Number two, the book of Matthew chapter 4, the verse 9, who screams for us? Another thing, the second thing is distraction. Distraction. Matthew chapter 4, verse 9. Who is there? Please read it. Anyone that should be Matthew chapter 4, verse 9. So this is what Satan is saying to Jesus. I will give it all to you. If you kneel down and worship me. You kneel down, if you bow down and worship me, I will give it all to you. All these things you see, I will give it to you. And the kingdom, I will give to you. So even Satan knows that the way to be go, to go up is down. You know, it is true humility, it is true bowing down that you can become great. Even Satan knows. So I was telling you, for us to be great in 23, you must learn to go down. You must learn to bow. You must learn to honor. You must learn to honor. Even Satan knows it. He was telling Jesus, the greater, the bow, and I will give you all this. Why did he need him to bow first before he gives it unto him? Because first, for things to be released unto you, there must be a bow. There must be humility. Are we here? If I say, let us pray, what will you do first? You bow down your head. You close your eyes and we'll pray. Why do you think you need to bow down your head? Why is it impulsive that anytime you say, let us pray, your head is down like this first? Because it is a sign that God has placed in you that humility first before reception. When there is no humility, you cannot receive. So we bow even without knowing about bowing our head. And bowing of our head is a sign of humility to receive from the Lord. We don't just bow our head because we want to bow our head because we do it. It is a sign of reception. We hear somebody. So Satan was telling Jesus to bow me and he will give him all these things. Why? Why do we not have patience to wait for that when the Lord wants to release unto us? We become distracted and we go for what looks like 
the major thing, and yet that is not the thing. These are distractions that the devil can bring our way. That he gives us something that looks like what we want, and we go for it when it is not it. Are we here? Distractions. 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 Satan can make you content in some things that you're not supposed to be content about. And he can make you uncontent in something that you're supposed to be content about. Are we here? He wanted to distract Jesus and make him bow to him when he was not a real king. And what Jesus was supposed to have bowed to, to receive. The name above all names was to bow down to death and be obedient to death. Scripture says that when Jesus was obedient unto death, then the Father gave him a name above all other names. That was what Satan was preventing him to have. Because if he has that, he will be greater than him. And to prevent him, he wanted to give him a kingdom. <laughs> some of you, Satan is trying to give you some things that you think it is it. Why? Because you are impatient. But you are seeing someone do everything to it, you want to, you think that is what you must do to also get what you want. No. So maybe you hear Bishop's story. It's not happening on Facebook. So now every day on Facebook, check who would hear you or who would hear No more distractions. <laughs> not everyone's going to happen on Facebook. Are we? Tell someone, not everyone's going to happen on Facebook. Not everyone's going don't allow yourself to be distracted because you heard someone's story that hey, he said, Babe, switch your home with his So, because some people are, are serving a living God, if you want your, your son to go to prison and they can serve a living God, is it only prison that you can serve a living God? <laughs> <laughs> distractions. Distractions. Don't be distracted. By what is not it that looks like it, don't be distracted by it. Distributions, 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 distributions. It is taking place, but don't be distracted. Don't let the devil make you think that, hey, I don't have money this month, though. I need to even economize. Christmas is coming, so I can't do it. Let me postpone it. Hey, distractions, distractions. I want to get it ready and do it. Hey. So it's only for trees. No. 
Thank you. 